Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Geeky Dinks. This week we're talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever as well as talking about the future of the MCU. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things going on at once with the MCU that it would be difficult to just kind of narrow it down to one. But we obviously got to give props to the new Black Panther movie that's coming out. Right. Yeah, we we already did a episode about Black Panther mm-hmm. early on. I, I think it was season one, wasn't it? I think it was season one because it was during Black History Month. So it right. felt quite appropriate yeah. to, to do a, a Black Panther. And it's hard to believe we're already into season three and it's been less than a year, but we do them so quickly. Right. So if you want to hear more about the original Black Panther movie and some a little bit about the comics, not much, but mostly about the earlier movie, uh, go back Look at uh, season one Black Panther episode. I think it's called I Never Freeze. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think we did name it I Never Freeze. No, I think there was so much about the first Black Panther movie that was fun. And it brought in a new, you know, obviously a new hero who is a person of color, which is a big deal. It's a super big deal. And Chadwick Boseman was such a great actor. I hate saying was. But obviously we know he's no longer with us, so he can't hold the mantle of Black Panther any longer. Right, and there's been some controversy about passing on the mantle of Black Panther to another character rather Mm -hmm. than just recasting someone as T'Challa. But of course there's some people who say that that's what Chadwick Boseman would have wanted. Some are saying no... It's more of an honor to keep that character going. Right. That it supersedes an actor that they want to see the character continue. Right. Well, and it's hard because obviously we've had some characters be recast. Obviously, Rhodey is the first one that comes to mind. He was recast after the first Iron Man. I I understand why they did that, because obviously I think there was some conflict with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and... Terrence Howard. Right. I think there was some tension there, and Rhodey's story had barely gotten started. And same with Black Panther, same with T'Challa, but in the comics, Shuri actually becomes the Black Panther when T'Challa passes. Oh. So they probably bumped up their storyline a bit faster than intended, but... It's not like they're straying from the comics in any way. They're actually kind of following the comics for once. That's uh, interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Apparently you've, you've heard more about this than I have. I, but, I uh, read things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all I know about it is what I've seen in the trailers that mm-hmm. we've gotten so far, which are still pretty ambiguous as to what is going right. on. I mean, we know we're getting Namor. We know they're fighting off against, um, I guess it's the Aztecs or the Mayans or something like that. It, it seems like it's another ancient civilization. Right. That uh, Umbaku is talking about at the beginning of the trailer. Kukulkan, I think is what he says. Right. Um, the serpent god, which I think is Mayan. I'm not sure. But it feels like it's, you know, a Central American ancient civilization that they'll be facing off against. Right. We don't know how we lose T'Challa in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, We know they have a funeral for him. Right. I honestly think as much as I would have loved to see T'Challa's character carried on, I can't foresee anyone taking Chadwick's place as T'Challa. 
because there was such a level uh it's kind of like if you recast robert downey jr mid iron man like he just fit the part so well and he played it so well yeah that as we saw him in black panther as we saw him in avengers and uh civil war i mean he had a lot of parts that we we grew to know his character he wasn't just he was just in black panther he's been right in a lot of other of the movies too um so i think they honestly did him a service by having a funeral in the movie they didn't have to they could just say oh well you know t'challa passed in battle and yeah move on i am still i don't want to say that i don't want shuri to be black panther because i think that would also be really cool but i feel like that is an obvious answer that marvel would be like yes that would make sense but we're the mcu yeah and they (laughs) they they always do the thing that you're not expecting like they show it as it could be very clearly be shuri in that black mm-hmm. panther outfit that when when she just like slams down onto the ground it's right. like bam yeah you know it's a woman you can tell by the figure of the black panther that who's ever in the suit yeah that's not mbaku in there yeah no so we know that's ruled out but it could be shuri it could be uh okoye yeah could be um, um nakia yeah nakia i think is one of those unexpected but I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. she showed up as the Black Panther. It might be interchangeable for him. Like, they spread it out a bit, you know? Like, one person is it for a minute, one is another. You know, like, they, like all three of them get to be. Like, we're, we're getting um, kind of like a Spider-Man thing where it's an unexpected three Black Panthers. <laughs> right. Well, and maybe they realized from the, you know, from the first Black Panther is... When you have one and you fight for the title of Black Panther and one is wrongfully taken away when um, Killmonger showed up, it put them at a huge disadvantage. Yeah. You know, they were they were susceptible to anything. If Killmonger didn't want to do it, he was not only in control, but he was also the Black Panther. So they might be spreading it out more. So it's like, hey, maybe we have Black Panthers, plural. And if you think about the Animal Kingdom... The women, when they hunt, they usually hunt in packs. Yeah. So panthers that, are a little bit different than lions, but I mean, typically. That is a, I think that's a good point. That it could mean multiple black panthers. That, that'd be an interesting way to go. I believe panthers and jaguars tend to be a bit more solitary, but that would be a cool, cool take on it. Uh, I'm very interested in the Namor character. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems to have wings on his feet that allow him to just kind of float through the air. Kind of makes you think of Icarus. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, it, it just seems like a strange sort of rivalry to come up right now. Well, I'm kind of confused because you've got Namor, who you said flies, but then the primary thing you see are these people who live underwater. So, does... I guess, I guess it's sort of their version of aquaman just because they live at such a low or under such pressure Mm -hmm. that being on the surface is like no resistance to them they're able to Mm. just like flit around okay so maybe it's more like jumping fish that look like they're flying Mm -hmm. but i'm not referring to them as fish but (laughs) they're underwater people i find that i find that interesting and i'm curious to see where that goes we know somebody's in a mech suit well, yeah. Shuri at one point was in a mech suit because you can see the stuff around her face oh, like yeah. Iron Man. So I think they were saying... They're speculating that Ironheart shows up in this one. Mm-hmm. 
I'm guessing just to touch back on Namor a little bit is I guess since they're from underwater, it'll probably be some sort of Atlantean thing. Okay. I mean, possibly. There's always that thing between Marvel and DC. Like, they have a lot of similar characters Mm -hmm. that come from similar places. Like, Atlantis is one of those mythical places that transcends DC Universe or the MCU. They both can pull from because it's a central place. It'd be like saying New York. Yeah, even even though it's not a confirmed actual right. place that you can visit, both sides feel like, okay, we can both agree that a version of Atlantis exists in both our universes. Right. Now, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle it, because as far as I know, I mean, Wakanda's got a lot of gadgets and stuff, but typically, gadgets and electronics don't play with water well. That's true. So they're going to have to fight on land or adapt to fight underwater. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how they're going to wrap those in together. I, I want to know where this rivalry starts. Like, I want to hear, I know, mm-hmm. I know Umbaku tells the story. And obviously it's going to be one of those, like, everybody come around the campfire. Let me give you a quick synopsis of what's right. happening here. The expo- Get speed. <laughs> Mandatory exposition scene. Right. So we're not all, who? Yeah, right. You'll never mention this before. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what they did at the beginning of the first Black Panther, because a lot of people didn't know much about the character mm-hmm. before the first movie. Uh, so we got that really cool prologue of the history of Wakanda. Right. Like the meteor strike, uh, how there were, I believe it was five tribes, and four of them were cool together. But then the one tribe, the one that M'Baku's from, mm-hmm. they go off on their own, the gorilla tribe they they go off and the mystical flower that they have black panther gets its power from that Mm -hmm. and it's usually the king that has or or maybe it was a a new thing for t'chaka to be black panther as well that it's usually two different people i think it usually was too because i think when t'chaka was king t'challa was black panther right 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 but t'chaka died unexpectedly which made T'Challa king. Right. So I don't think they usually are one and the same. Which makes me think somebody else is going to be Black Panther. I think that's what I've been leaning into as far as not saying Shuri is going to be Black Panther. Even though she has been in the comics. One, I feel it's a little on the nose for Marvel. Like, everyone's expecting it. Everyone's right. expecting Shuri. But I would honestly believe that, you know, Shuri either invents... Maybe she invents the mech suit, realizes that's not really her speed, and then becomes the Black Panther. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I'm I I really I like Okoye. Yeah, she I I love everything about her, and I really want her to be the Black Panther. She was loyal to yeah. Wakanda, regardless of how much it killed her to follow Killmonger. Right, and she eventually did split when she found out T'Challa was still alive. She's like, T'Challa's my king. Right. But she she is very loyal, and I think that would make a good personality trait for a Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You need to be loyal to the kingdom, not controlling the kingdom. Right. So I personally would love to see her do it, but I don't know. I don't know what Marvel's going to do. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by any of the female Wakandans that we've met so far. Mm-hmm. I doubt they would use any of the other Doras. Yeah, no, we don't really know them. I mean, it'd be a great way to we, introduce them. but Right, yeah, we, we know their faces... But we don't really know the characters all that well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of the three, I'm pretty sure 
it'll be Shuri, and then I'd probably go with Nakia over Okoye. I wouldn't mind Nakia. We know she can fight. Yeah. We know she can go undercover. Right. She's got a lot of those spy skills as well. So she's she's a really good option too. I feel Shuri is probably the one who's seen the least amount of battle. Yeah. Out of the three of them. I mean, she's she's in tech. Like right. She's supposed to be in the lab developing new stuff. She isn't supposed to be out in the field all that often. Right. But... Everyone knows that she can fight. Right, she can. I mean, simply based on the time when uh, they were at the waterfall and they were trying to hold her back. Right. It's like, no, no, no. (laughs) We know what she can do. Yeah, I think they know. I think all of the women of Wakanda are probably taught the Dora method of fighting and just some use, some don't. And obviously because she had such a good brain for the tech that would help those who are fighting it made more sense for her to do that but i mean i don't know it's i think there's a lot of different things at play and like you said i i like the idea that maybe there's either more than one or they're alternating depending on who's available right because we know from marvel so far they have opened up the borders of wakanda people know wakanda exists right people know the technology exists so it would make sense you would want more than one panther because you're going to have more than one threat yeah. Now that Wakanda is opened. <laughs> right. Yeah. It would make sense for them to have multiple suits. I don't know if they would be able to. I'm, I'm still wondering where they're getting the new flower from since Killmonger had them burn all the fields. I'm wondering if maybe there's just some left over or maybe they find another one. Because obviously they pocketed one to give back to... T'Challa. Well, well that, that was the last one, right. supposedly. supposedly. So. It's hard to say. Maybe, I think maybe one of the workers came in and maybe somebody snatched another one and said, hey, we can rebuild our... Yeah, one of those things. Or, or maybe Shiri figures out a way to synthetically develop it or something. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what exactly this movie's supposed to be about. I'm sure it was supposed to be about something else before he passed. Mm-hmm. And... I'm sure that added a bit of length to the story to develop this whole other act about T'Challa passing, or at least a scene. Hopefully it's more than just one scene. Right. It's probably going to be within like the first 20 or 30 minutes of the movie it's going to happen, because I think they're going to probably set the scene with the funeral. So all the emotions are going to be up front, very much like Endgame. You're going to have all these emotions up front, and then you're going to get into the, okay, well, here's the story we were going to tell. <laughs> you know, here's right. here's how we're adapting the story to what we were trying to make, but now it's changed. I'm going to guess the runtime is going to be close to two hours, maybe two and a half. I'm betting closer to two and a half, just because bigger Marvel movies tend to be closer to that length. That's true. Especially with one that was probably going to be all, already pretty long. This one's just going to be a bit longer now. And for good reason. I'm curious, how do you think the multiverse is going to play into Black Panther? I'm wondering if maybe this civilization that is coming out now is one from an alternate history where maybe Wakanda had um, wiped them out. Mm -hmm. So why we haven't heard of them before is that they didn't exist before. And Mm. now that they've found a way into 
our universe, they're facing off against a foe that had wiped them out before. That's just my first off the top of my head theory. So maybe like it'll be a story that has been passed down through generations of, hey, there was this colony of people. And so maybe that's why Mbaku's telling it as a story. Like these were stories we were told as kids, right. but they were never meant to be true. Right. Okay, so that would be cool. I, I feel like that's where we're going to get a lot of those legendary type stories mm -hmm. becoming true. Like we're getting these new characters that were just stories before. Right. But now because the multiverse has been unlocked, we're actually getting legendary characters in this in MCU. In real life, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I like that. I mean, that that is one way they can go, but MCU, of course... You never know. They do what they want. <laughs> I'm just glad. Um, I I love Angela Bassett, and I kind of hope that her character has a bigger part. Yeah, me too. Because she, well, everything we see her and she and she's in a lot lately. Like mm -hmm. we we watch her in Nine One One, Black Panther. I mean, it seems like she is a voice everywhere. <laughs> in, she yeah, she's either in or she's a voice in something we're watching recently mm -hmm. but yeah it felt like in the first one she was there and she played a great role but she wasn't as big of an influence right as you were expecting from angela bassett right yeah i think she she played her role well uh i just feel like there's more from watching her in the first black panther i feel like there's more fierceness behind her that now that she was queen of Wakanda, she like dialed back because obviously she's got to be of, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is. It, royalty, re regality, is that the word? Um, re regalness? Yeah, know. regalness. I yeah. Would, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, if you stripped her of that, she'd just be as fierce as any Dora. Like, I really think she would. And I, I would like to see that side of her if possible. I, I believe that's how she was when she was their age. But yeah, as she has become the queen mother, because she was queen and then her husband was taken from her. Right. So she's taken on the matriarch role. Right. And it's never felt like women were subservient in Wakandan mm -mm. culture. No, if anything, I think it's exactly the opposite. Yeah, like because T'Challa was saying, I don't remember if it was in What If, I think it was in What If, uh, how he wanted to be trained by the Dora. Oh yeah, and he's like, I, I never could, because he was having that conversation with Thor about wanting to be trained with the Valkyrie, oh. but he couldn't either because oh, yeah. they're men; <laughs> they don't get trained like warriors like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this all fits in to the bigger story mm -hmm. that we're getting because we're reaching the end of phase four i believe ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is probably the end of phase four i think it'll be kicking off stage five or, or, phase five. or that that'll be phase five so mm -hmm. I, I guess wakanda forever is what closes out phase four aside from yeah. like some disney plus shows. right although i don't know what disney plus shows are still waiting right now i think we've I think She-Hulk was one of the last, for right now anyway, Right. that I'm aware of. Yeah, I, I know we're getting the Guardians of the Galaxy a holiday special or something like that. Is that really going to be, like, in-universe, though? 
Or is I that mean, just well, a fun, like, Star Wars Christmas kind of thing? It'll, it'll <laughs> probably be a funny Star Wars Christmas sort of thing. We I know we got I Am Groot recently. That was cute. That was that just was... kind of a filling in how Groot grew up from the plant mm-hmm. to teenage Groot, which was cute. It was cute. It was cute. It's definitely a filler, though. Right. Yeah, we... Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're getting all the stuff that should have been sprinkled in, but for scheduling and trying to make the most money out of each show and movie, mm-hmm. the release of each project has been messed up. Well, and I also think, too, that as the MCU is growing, people are more impatient. Like, there didn't used to be three Marvel movies in one year. Right. Used to be two. One in the spring and one in the winter. In the winter. And that was literally it. And you'd have to go months to potentially years to find the sequel to anything that fit it. Right. But now it's like every... I mean, we've had three this year once Wakanda Forever comes out. Not including the TV Disney Plus shows. Right. Which was what? WandaVision, Loki... Well, that that was all last year. Oh, that was last year, wasn't it? Okay, so this year was... I know it was She-Hulk. We just had that. Right. We had others... Oh, no, no, we had Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had Miss Marvel. I mean, there's been other Disney uh, shows as well. So, I mean, when you think about all the Marvel things we've been given, probably been given a baker's dozen at this point (laughs) between the fillers, like you said, with, uh, you know, Groot. And uh, I know there's going to be a second What If series coming out. Yeah. We had Moon Knight. Moon Knight. How can I forget that? Right. So there's, there's been so much... You almost kind of forget, like, Marvel's constantly in your face. A baker's dozen. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I bet you if you count it up, it probably is a baker's dozen at this, this point. This year? Probably. With no all the Disney way. Plus, with the group. Maybe with the... maybe a half dozen. Maybe a half dozen. I'm going to look. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> yeah, I, I got really excited when... We got the announcement of the timeline for Phase 5 and Phase 6 because Kevin Feige has pretty much given us what the plan is in a very broad, no-details sort of way. Just starting off with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, where they go into the Quantum Realm, and it looks like Cassie is the reason they get sucked into this pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. I think it's the quantum realm. Cause she was saying she w- they were sending a quantum message, and that's when... Right, it's um, a quantum beacon. Yeah, and that's when she freaked out. She's like, no, Tor- turn close it, off. it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, I love her. So that starts off phase five. Are you really counting yes. Morbius? And look, they're counting it. As a Marvel product. Eh. I, I mean, I could take it out, but... I mean, like, it sort of does, but it also doesn't. It kind of established that it's in a separate universe mm-hmm. from the Spider-Man that we know. That they toyed with the fact that they exist in different universes and it was happening at the same time as when No Way Home was messing with the multiverse. Right. So, is it a Marvel movie? Yes. But I don't think it's really MCU. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it out. (laughs) And they also included 
What If Season 2, which is not coming out this year, supposedly. It's coming out next year. So oh, I okay. guess it's more, like you said, it's more, it's more like seven. But that doesn't <laughs> count the Groot, Baby Groot thing. Okay. So. Eight. And I'm sure there's more on there. We just haven't looked. <laughs> <laughs> but still, when you think about the fact that there's only 12 months in a year, that's almost something new every single month. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the timeline for next year, we're getting... A baker's dozen. No, no, we're getting... <laughs> we're only getting five. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, or wait, no, no. No. Never mind. No, that, oh, it's on both sides. So it's we're getting nine next year. <laughs> Starting with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I am excited about that, though. We're also getting Secret Invasion, which mm-hmm. is going to be really cool. It finally touches back on what happened in Captain Marvel with Nick Fury and mm-hmm. the Skrull. I think and it's going to finally stuff. include um, the Eternals, too. I, I feel like the Eternals okay. are going like Because when. What movie was it we were watching and they had the celestial head? I think it might have been Loki. But it was like they brought up that celestial head again that we saw that was in Eternals. I'm like, there's a tie-in to Eternals there. I don't know how. I I think the earliest that we'll probably see an Eternals reference might be with Guardians. Um, That that would make sense, actually. Because they went to Nowhere, which was Mm -hmm. a dead Celestial's head. That's true. Didn't they mention something about Celestials and Quantumania in the trailer, I thought? Mm. Maybe not. I'm, I'm trying to remember where else they got mentioned, but most of the time when you mention Celestials, it's either Guardians or Eternals. Ah, okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Secret Invasion is supposed to be one of those things that turns everything on its head mm-hmm. because the Skrull, they're a race that can take on the identity of anyone else. Right. We saw that at the end of one of the Avengers with Nick Fury. Right, that mm-hmm. that uh, um, Maria Hill and Nick Fury were Squirrel that had been masquerading as Maria right. and Nick for years. We don't seems even like. know how long. Yeah, <laughs> and that Nick has been in a spaceship off Earth for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. So then, after that, in May we get Guardians three finally, mm-hmm. which will be the final installment for Guardians. And for James Gunn, unfortunately. Right, who is now taking over DC's thing. Which I'm excited. He does good movies. So yeah, if it means hope for the DC universe, I'm all in. I'm, I mean, if people preferred his version of Suicide Squad over the first version of Suicide Squad, that's all right. There's only so much you can do with a given property if you don't like it. But if you preferred that over the first one, that says something for him. Right. We also are getting an Echo series. Which will play off of the the Hawkeye show. Right. Mm -hmm. So we'll probably get Kate Bishop back in that. Well, it makes sense because isn't she in... No, she's in um, The Young Avengers. I think this is leading up to The Young Avengers. I mean, that would make sense just because of what else we're getting next year. We're also getting a Loki season two. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also getting another Miss Marvel season. Mm -hmm. But this one's just going to be called The Marvels. So it might not be her, it might be Captain Marvel. Mm, I think it's going to be whatever her bloodline was. Okay. Because they were saying that she, that's why she was able to do what she could do and why she reacted to it. Right. Because she's of an ancient race, I guess, which is probably the Marvels. 
Right. We're, we're also getting Blade. I'm curious how that's going to work. So that'll be, if we don't get anything from anything else next year that relates to Eternals, that will. Blade will? Yeah, because that's something that was teased at the very end of the first Eternals movie when Kit, oh that's yeah. right with the the actual blade the, yeah the sword. <laughs> well, well well kit harrington's character is supposed to be someone who becomes the black knight mm. another character because of that blade but the voice that says are you sure you want to open that box right now mm-hmm. or something to that effect that's mahershala ali's character who's going to be blade right Oh, he's a very good actor. I'm excited for that, too. And then we also get Ironheart as a Disney Plus series. Mm -hmm. So her introduction in Wakanda forever comes back next year. Nice. Okay. And then at the very end of next year, going into 2024, we get an Agatha series. I love that. I loved Agatha. She's such a fun villain. And of course, with Agatha, you almost know... Scarlet Witch is going to be there. She kind of has to. Right. So if she hasn't resurfaced by then, that's That's where she'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that'll be in the same feel as WandaVision. Hmm. I know it won't be based off of TV shows and going through years like that. Right. Because she released all the people, but she did trap Agatha. In that personality. Right. So it'll probably be one of those things where she is getting out of that Mm -hmm. and then becoming more of a big bad for next time or it turns her into more of an anti-hero that would more the marvel way yeah like again my my biggest complaint about marvel is they have such great villains and then they never stay villains or they never (laughs) stay alive right one of the two yeah i mean and that's always the thing that i'm talking about is that more writers and studios and people who are telling stories want to tell stories of redemption right. rather than irredeemable evil. Right. That's just my thing. And I kind of appreciate it just because it is nice to think that most people can mm-hmm. change if given the chance. Oh, I like that too. I just feel like they have these really good villains that they don't give the opportunity to tell their villainous side. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we've seen Loki get away so many times and do so many things, but now everybody loves him and he's helped save the Avengers from time to time and now he's doing his whole Loki series where he's just... I do feel like we got a really good Loki arc, though. I No, I definitely agree, but it's taken so much time to do so. Whereas no one else has gotten that chance. Thanos barely got a chance. Yeah, yeah, it is sad that he's the only quote-unquote villain that we've had make it all the way from straight-up villain to <laughs> yeah. to um, an actual hero. Mm-hmm. Like, in Loki, he becomes more of a hero. Yeah. And even if it isn't the Tom Hiddleston version, some of his other variant versions... Oh, you mean Loki. I'm sorry, I thought you were still talking about Thanos. I was like, wait, no, Thanos no, no, didn't no, become no. a hero? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, in What If he did. <laughs> that's true, in What If he did. He did. He saved Gamora. But yeah, that's how 2023 ends. But that isn't the end of Phase 5 for us. Mm-hmm. Because we're also getting 
another Disney Plus series with Daredevil coming back, Mm -hmm. which I think a lot of people are excited about. Right. Especially when he first showed up in Spider-Man, that it was the same guy that played Daredevil in the um, Netflix series before Disney took over the MCU. It's nice that they were willing and able to get him back. Right, and I think there was a lot of fans and the actor himself fighting to do that because he really did enjoy being Daredevil, and it took a long time. And, you know, Marvel's got this wonderful history of let's create a TV show, have it be part of the universe, and then retcon the whole thing when it doesn't quite fit the narrative anymore. I'm looking at S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've heard rumors that Shield might come back in because obviously they need Daisy, but that's a whole other that's a whole other episode. <laughs> that's a whole other show. But I I'm glad that they did because a lot of people really liked him as Daredevil, and I think if they would have recast him in the way that DC recast the Flash, it just wouldn't have sat well with people. Yeah, I believe that Charlie Cox I mm-hmm. think is is the name of the actor who plays this version of daredevil i believe he embodied the role so well Mm -hmm. in the original series that they had to pretty much bring him back because i think that the mcu and dc look at each other and see when the other one has a misstep right the other one is like oh I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. We, no, 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 no. We're yeah. Not doing so, that. <laughs> so when they had the opportunity to restart one of their shows mm-hmm. with the character that everyone already loved, they were like, oh, wait, let me go talk to that actor and bring them back because we already saw what happened, like what you said, with The Flash. Right. Well, and they did well because not only did they show him in the Spider-Man movie, but then they brought him back also for She-Hulk. I loved that. So I love when he <laughs> he walked out just oh yeah, do, his boots <laughs> doing doing the walk of shame. <laughs> that was so funny, <laughs> but it was nice to see that he's already in multiple things. So it's possible we might see She-Hulk in Daredevil as well, which I think would be really cool too because I I think there's more story to tell between the two of them. Yeah, I think so. Also in 2024, we're getting uh, a new Captain America movie. Yay, a Sam Wilson Captain America. New World Order, which sounds pretty ominous. That sounds pretty dark, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm also thinking thinking this is off of Secret Invasion, Mm. because Nick Fury and Captain America have always been pretty tight. That's true. Well, and I think this is maybe the new world order because, you know, the multiverse has been unleashed. Right. So there's new rules. There's new multiverses and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and right on its heels, we're also getting uh, Thunderbolts. That feels so random to me. Well, not, not if you really think about it, because the Thunderbolts are supposed to be like the dark side version of Captain America. Like, that, those are those ones that it was Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character. And right, they're US essentially Agent. Marvel's Suicide Squad, essentially. Yeah. So, we're getting a Captain America, so right after that, you get the one that's most related to Captain America. Yeah, U.S. Um, Agent, 
Winter Soldier, Sharon Carter. I wonder if they're going to have like a direct relation in the New World Order and that's why there's the Thunderbolts. Like maybe they're the vigilantes. Yeah, it'll be like a part two to the thing. I, I can't remember if it's a series or a movie. The picture here cuts it off. It looks like it'd be a movie, but I don't know why Marvel would put one out in May and another one out in July. Those are really close together. Or, well, I guess... I guess three months apart is enough. Yeah, it's it's really close, but my guess is the reason they're doing it really close together is they're probably relevant to each other. Yeah. So they kind of want to follow the heels of Captain America. And you know those dates change. That's two years out. So, I mean, that could be Captain America comes out in May and they're like, oof, we need to push Thunderbolts back to like August or right. yeah, and, September. And we're also getting... Fantastic Four that year as well. And that'll be the official start of Phase 6. Yeah, I'm torn. I really like the story of the Fantastic Four. Like, I always thought they were cool as a kid. Because I think they had like a, a uh, cartoon series, right? Like, they had, I think they had a I think so. of cartoons. Because I remember having their, like, action figures. So I always liked the Fantastic Four. And I actually did like the first Fantastic Four movie with... Chris Evans as the Human oh, yeah. Torch. Like, I really liked that. Now, Silver Surfer and... They could have stopped at the first one. It would have been fine. The other ones were, eh, okay. But again, that's when comic book movies really weren't doing the thing. You know, they weren't what they are now. Then, of course, they tried to remake Fantastic Four, and that apparently bombed horrendously. Yeah, that was, I think, the victim of... A lot of reshoots and mm-hmm. rewrites. Yeah. And bad chemistry, I think. I think I think that was a big thing, too, is there was some bad chemistry. And, and not so great storytelling, I think, too. But if this is true, that they are going to use John Krasinski... Yeah, yeah, bring him in from uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, because that was really cool to see him in Multiverse as Mr. Fantastic. So it was like, we'd all wanted that like that's what we want right um and then he just so carelessly got destroyed instantly which was really sad yeah but if this is going to be i don't know who the rest of the cast is going to be but if it is john krasinski i mean it has a glimmer of a hope of being okay it'd be cute (sighs) if they had emily blunt since they're married in real life have her be sharon storm that would be cute i don't know that she or susan storm I don't know that she would quite fit it, but it would be really cute. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. And then there's a pretty big gap after that, isn't there? Yeah, we don't have a lot of details on phase six. The only things that we have are the three projects that they put out at San Diego Comic-Con this year. So yeah, it's fantastic for it at the end of 2024. And then in 2025, we have... Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. I'm guessing we'll get more of that in Loki Season 2, just because we got Kang at the end of Season 1. Well, Kang's also in Quantumania, too. Right. Yeah, we did get that in the trailer. So we're going to see more of Kang. Mm -hmm. I think Kang is going to be our new Thanos. You think so? I think he's the big bad. Okay. Something about Kang or related to Kang, because, I mean, if he's in Quantumania... We know he was already in Loki. He'll probably be in Loki again. Yeah, he was in What If. Right. And now we know that he's in the big Avengers movie. I mean, that's kind of a big deal when you're in an Avengers movie yeah. <laughs> as a villain. Well, the fact that he 
talked about multiple versions of himself. I imagine that this actor, for one, is doing a phenomenal job. Two, I feel like we'll be working with him and against him all at the same time. I can see that. Just because of all the versions of himself that he talks about, how this is going to be kind of a a multiverse war. I feel like Kang, multiverse, something else. (laughs) The Um, quantum realm, probably. Yeah. That's its own thing, too. Yeah, the quantum realm, I think, has an effect on the multiverse, probably. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, those three things working together, I believe, will be the things that come together into the Avengers Kang Dynasty. Plus, let's not forget the end of Multiverse of Madness, where Doctor Strange got his third eye, and then Charlize Theron shows up. Oh, yeah, and they go into the dark dimension. Yeah, so there's something else at play in the MCU. Yeah, we're... Not really sure what's going on. (laughs) And we know that Moon Knight is getting a second season. We know that What If is getting a second season. They're not on this list yet, so we don't know where they're going to fall as far as in in the phases. I have a feeling that this dark dimension that Strange is going into is going to have something to do either with Kang or like Blade and Moon Knight. I feel like those are in maybe different dimensions at least moon knight i know moon knight is either a different multiverse or a different dimension because if it is mcu which we know it is obviously because it was on disney plus it was marvel blah 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 nothing that happened in moon knight affected the sacred timeline as far as we know so that means to me that it was either in a different realm in a different multiverse or something and somehow it's going to come to play I don't know how it's going to, but maybe opening everything up, maybe opening up the quantum realm also has a rift in the multiverse that just shreds everything open. So the quantum realms are open. The multiverse is open. You're looking at a Chex mix kind of mixture (laughs) of sweets and and, and salties and, (laughs) you know. Yeah, that's going to be interesting just because compared to the second avengers movie we're getting at the end of phase six which i'm guessing closes out this saga is subtitled secret wars Mm -hmm. which seems to be probably the second half of what we're dealing with this saga the first half is dealing with multiverse quantum realm sort of mysticality Mm -hmm. stuff that we really don't understand the secret wars part seems to be dealing with the underbelly of dealings on earth like it seems to be more of a local threat so kind of like when uh, hydra infiltrated shield that kind yeah of yeah some something a bit more close to home in secret wars i think is going to be what we're dealing with there whereas kang dynasty is more of like a existential across multiple realms sort mm-hmm. of thing just because both are very important One's just a bit more relatable, I think. Right. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, at least for us as the viewer to to feel any kind of way about a multiversal war because that doesn't happen here. But I think that's why they're bringing in Thunderbolts and maybe Blade, Echo, like all of those feel like the very on the ground kind of things that we can relate to, you know, different organizations against each other. Shield and Hydra kind of feel. 
whereas everything else, you know, Agatha and Loki and Guardians, I'm assuming Secret Invasion also has something maybe to do with space and quantum. Uh, it, I mean, if it has to do with the scrolls, it'll have to do with that part of space. That's true. I think it'll just be mostly bringing to light which characters have actually been scrolls the whole time. Like, possibly the Black Widow that we lost. Maybe she was a scroll the whole time. That would be interesting. Yeah. Like, different characters that we thought... Were have, gone. Yeah, were just scrolls. Right. I feel like that is going to be a thing that has a lot of twists and very much a Battlestar Galactica sort of feel where you weren't sure who was going to be a Cylon. Oh, yeah. That anyone could be anyone. It's a very much anxiety-inducing thing where, kind of like the thing, where they weren't sure which one of them was an imposter uh, among us. I was saying, everyone is <laughs> sus right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested because... I'm wondering if what Nick was following in space, because we know he's been gone for a certain period of time unbeknownst to us currently. What if he was looking for the Celestials or if he was looking for Kang because they found out about said secret timeline and blah, 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 blah. You know, what if that's what Nick's been doing this whole time and we just didn't know? I don't know. Like, I don't know why Nick would be in space for so long and we, you know, know nothing about what he's been doing. Right. Yeah, I feel like they've been keeping that part mostly under wraps. One, I'm not sure they know what they're fully talking about <laughs> either. I think they leave a bit up to audience reaction just to see, like, they're not entirely sure one will be received as well. Mm-hmm. I like to think that they have contingencies lined up. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's why we get some footage that doesn't match the final. Not just that they want to try to trick us. Right. But they're also testing. To see what, what receives well. Because, you know, they, they've got to have test audiences. Right. Just to make sure. I'm also wondering at what point they're going to introduce the X-Men. Because we know Deadpool 3 is getting a movie, which is now a Marvel property. Right. And it's going to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. Which means he is now officially MCU. Yeah, and they're teasing that Hugh Jackman is coming back as Wolverine. So there is X-Men. So and, and we already sort of got that with Multiverse of Madness. Just because Professor, Professor X, X. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Stewart's Professor X shows up in that. In the yellow. In the yellow. In the yellow. Wheelchair floaty thing. Yeah. Uh, that was my favorite. Uh, I'm not mad at Elizabeth Olsen. But I, I, I don't know how she pulled off that scene and it didn't wreck her inside. You know well, what I mean? I don't like, think she knew what she was doing. Apparently she was working all with doubles. Oh. Like they kept it under wraps even from her. What I'd she was doing. I'd be so upset if I watched the movie for the first time going, I wonder what that scene was. And you find out you just like slaughtered this whole group of characters that everyone's been looking forward right? to. She'd be like... Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that had to be difficult. Like, I mean, she just went to Patrick Stewart and just, mm. Yeah. Mm. I was so mad. Yeah. But, yeah, I I don't know. There's, there's like, so many. I feel like Marvel is playing a cup game right now. <laughs> 
Like you've got multiple cups and there's one ball and they just keep sliding it around and you've got to figure out what the story is. And then eventually they're going to lift all the cups and there's not a single ball on the table. And you're like, wait a minute. It was trickery the whole time. (laughs) I'd be so mad. (laughs) Yeah. I guess whenever I see something from Marvel, I try not to look into it too hard Mm -hmm. just because I know that they play those sort of games. Right. That they try to get you worked up and speculating on everything that's going to be happening, what we're doing right now. Right. But personally, I try not to hold too many expectations when I'm going into a show or a movie or something like that, Mm -hmm. just so that I don't get disappointed in like wanting something specific. I think the last time I did that and the closest I got was with Thor Ragnarok, I thought that Kate Blanchett's character, Hela, mm-hmm. was death. Yeah, that, that, that would have been... That they were going to tie her into Thanos courting mm-hmm. death, the actual right. character death, and that would also tie in Deadpool, Deadpool. Yep. because him and death have a thing. They have a thing one thing he can't have Um, (laughs) i know for a while you weren't watching trailers because spoilers in the trailers right and some of the things like they would show and you're like wait that would have been a really awesome surprise but then at the same time we found out they straight up changed scenes and we saw from the spider-man trailer they edited the three spider-mans fighting and if it wasn't for like one country not stopping it soon enough right nobody would have known but we all suspected anyway so Mm -hmm. it's they could have shown it when we went, we knew it! And, you know, everyone would have been excited. But we saw in, uh, what was it, Infinity War, where Hulk was supposed to be fighting in Wakanda. But right. it ended up being Bruce in, in the Hulk Smasher. Hulkbuster, yeah. Yeah, Hulkbuster. Uh, <laughs> brain. But yeah, so we know that Marvel specifically deletes things, adds things, and changes things in their trailers. That you don't even know if you're getting a spoiler. Well, apparently there there was a deleted scene where Bruce and Hulk work it out during the battle. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole separate little thing where they're talking it out in the suit. And they work it out and Hulk smashes his way out of the suit and actually starts fighting in, mm. Waka- in, in Wakanda. So that might have been... What we got One there. One way they were going to go. And ended up cutting that scene. So they had to just continue with Bruce and the Hulkbuster. Kind of why probably the CG in some of those parts was not so great. That's true. Like when he pops out his head and is like, oh, you're all screwed now. Mm-hmm. Like it looked really bad. That's true. And, and I think I like the way that they went because honestly, if the Hulk is scared of something... You know it's bad. Yeah. Like, you saw the way that Thanos just handed it to the Hulk. Yeah. And the Hulk was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, not playing, nope. (laughs) You know that's a big deal. Yeah. So I I kind of like that they went that route because it just kind of showed you how scary Thanos was. Would I have liked to have seen the Hulk smash some bad guys? Yeah, I'd have been (laughs) nice. (laughs) But that's okay. It's fine. The, I think the version we got was good. I just want to know when they're bringing in the X-Men because, doggone it, I really like the X-Men. <sighs> I I imagine this will be around when Deadpool 3 comes out, probably. I, I, I try not to be 
too hard on any theories just because I'm like, they can throw it at us at, at any, time. any time. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be in phase six. Like, I feel like they've got to get the quantum stuff out and, um, you know, kind of tie up some of the stories we've had. Like, you know, like in this case, Black Panther, Loki, Guardians, you know, get all those trilogies and stuff out of the way to tie those stories and then as they're bringing in new characters like blade and the marvels and uh you know daredevil they're bringing in new characters now is a good time to bring in more people which i honestly thought they were kind of doing in she hulk because you have all these people with abilities that they never really explained how these people got abilities yeah and and, uh, the whole thing with hulk having a son yeah, I thought he wasn't supposed to have kids. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. how about that? So, yeah, I, I feel like the way that um, Abomination had his little camp for people with special abilities, and some of them were just like, they believed, therefore they were special, and some of them actually had special abilities, like She-Hulk. So I wonder if that's how we're getting introduced to mutants and they did also say that to miss marvel too when she when they said that there was a mutation in her dna and that's why she reacted to the stuff that made her miss marvel i feel i want to say and this is just completely my thought that maybe that's what the marvels is gonna bring in the concept of mutants because, again, when they said... Because there was even that little teaser of right. the X-Men music. Right. We are like, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that a mile away. I was like, I know that music. And then he said the word, you know, It's a, a mutation. mutation. I was like, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's how we're going to get introduced to the concept. And maybe a few mutants or people with mutations. Right. As yeah. the Marvels. I imagine it'll be a much bigger thing than it needs to be when they finally say mutants. Oh, I'm sure. Just because they haven't been able to for forever. For so long. I mean, as much as I think that Disney's kind of monopolizing everything by having Star Wars and Marvel and then acquiring Fox, it's like, what doesn't the King Mouse have now? Like, <laughs> seriously. But I'm so glad of that merger with Fox because now the only entity that is separate is Sony. And they have the rights technically to Spider-Man. They've come to an agreement to work with Marvel to include him into the MCU, but they still own Spider-Man. Yeah, anyone who isn't under the Disney umbrella right now are holding on so tightly mm-hmm. to any of the properties they already have that if Disney wants them, they're going to have to pay a pretty penny for them. And it's so smart. So smart. Because Sony has tried and failed multiple times. I love Venom. Venom is like my favorite. The movie that they've done, the Venom movies, I've liked. But I feel like Marvel could have done a better job Yeah, if it wasn't Sony. Yeah. So I'm hoping with that teeny tiny bit of symbiote that got left behind (laughs) in the multiverse, I'm hoping that there's going to be someone who gets that, whether it's Tom Holland or whether there's a different Eddie Brock or whether his buddy Ned, maybe Ned gets it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel that'd be weird, but. Well, I feel like 
Spider-Man's the only one that's going to play nicely across different studios. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, that Miles Morales animated version is one. The Tom Holland one that gets to be in the MCU is another. Right. And then the Venom, Morbius, probably Sinister Six part that's the sony bit right the one that'll that might get another andrew garfield spider-man i hope so but it's been so long like i really think andrew garfield got the shaft when he didn't get a trilogy because he was a really good spider-man like i liked his spider-man yeah and everyone loved him in the in, in no way home yeah exactly he was just so sweet um, but you could tell his Spider-Man got the least. Because, like, Toby and, and Tom were like, yeah, this and this and this. And he's just like, you guys got that? That, that was really cool. I, I didn't I didn't get that. Right. And it was just like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Andrew. And, and yeah, and, then, and his girlfriend died. And, right. Uh, Toby Maguire's character, he, he actually got married to MJ. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's because they decided to go with Gwen Stacy. And technically, I think... The point, to my knowledge, there was a Gwen Stacy. She dies in the comics. Mm -hmm. Then he meets MJ. Right. So I think they were trying to start him earlier, Mm -hmm. but then never got to the trilogy to introduce MJ. Right. Yeah, they they did it the other way around with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man because him and MJ were together at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. and they introduced Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man 3. When right. they were doing just, like, all the things. Yeah, we don't talk about that Spider-Man 3. Oh, look, I love Tobey Maguire. He's, he is still by far one of my favorite Spider-Mans because he was the first. And his first Spider-Man movie, I still think, is Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Because, see, because that's, the, like, the one time you actually see nerdy Peter Parker become Spider-Man. Like, the, and how he struggles with that, like, all of a sudden... I'm hot. I don't need my glasses. I'm strong. I have these senses. What is happening? Right. You know, and, you know, his uh, Aunt May just thinks it's puberty. Like, right. you know. And, and he's one, I think he's the only one that makes his own webbing. Yeah. And that's why the other two are like, wow, do, it just comes out of your wrists. Wow. I will say that's the one thing that I think a lot of the comic book movies have been smart with is they're adaptable. They have been able to kind of read his audience because they know people who read comic books have very strong opinions and they have what they like yeah and they have the stories they like and they have the stories they hate and there are those like myself i like to predict what i think is going to happen and i have a particular storyline that i think would be best in my mind and i like to see if it's right for (laughs) what they're gonna do but i'm not gonna be mad if it's not there are some people who are they're like that's not how it was in the comic books well this isn't the comic books. It's its own universe. Right. But I, I just, I like to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like that. And that's like when uh, Endgame came out and I was like, you know, the first probably 20 minutes of Endgame is going to be Hawkeye with his kids and they're just going to dust right in front of him. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Dog. And I was mad. I was like, oh, I know it. I, ju- oh, I, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, mm. Yeah. Speaking of people having strong opinions of what they like and what they don't like next week it's that time of season again we're leaving it up to you i love these because 
we kind of walk into each episode knowing what we're going to talk about, kind of preparing a couple of days in advance. But these are literally, we honestly spin the wheel while we're recording and go, what are we talking about? And oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we have a list usually beforehand mm-hmm. that you guys hopefully submit a lot of ideas for so we have a nice long list to pick from and sometimes we sprinkle in some let's sprinkle in some things we haven't talked about that we want that we wanted yeah (laughs) just to pad out the list a bit longer but i will guarantee that for the past two seasons it's not been ours (laughs) yeah yeah the subject that's been picked has not been ours so if you submit a idea or a topic for us to talk about and we haven't talked about it before Odds are, it'll be the one that's picked. Right, and if you're wondering where do you submit this, we have a Facebook page under Geeky Dinks. There's also an Instagram page, but definitely check out our Facebook page and just say, hey, I'll have a post that'll say, you know, listener's choice list or whatever. Check it out. Let us know what you want to hear, and we're going to talk about it. (laughs) It'll be fun. I always enjoy it every time we've done it so far i mean both times we've done it so far <laughs> both times. <laughs> <laughs> just because the, the the first time we talked about firefly yeah the, the second time we talked about tomb raider yeah the first thing i knew a ton about michelle not so much yeah. uh the second time she knew a lot more about it than i had because i had barely played any of the tomb raider games and that was like the game i was obsessed with so no credit my knowledge probably wasn't that great but still <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm still looking forward to whatever topic we talk about this time uh, will it be uh, like Scott Pilgrim? Will we talk about Star Trek? Will we talk about what do you think? I don't know. So like, it doesn't have to be a TV show or a movie. It can be a game. It can be an actor. It can be a musical. Oh, it's gonna be a little bit harder, but uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. And yeah, honestly, try try to give us something that has a bit of meat for us to talk about. Not and if the, not, we're just gonna fluff it. We're yeah, gonna fluff like, it so it, hard. It'll be like okay. <laughs> It was sort of about this topic, or we just used that topic as a launching off point for something a bit larger. This just, is where our improv skills come in right. really well. <laughs> yeah, just so that we can make it about as long as the other episodes, about an hour long. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, put in your suggestions on our Facebook page, Geeky Dinks. That's our name on Facebook as well as here. So yeah. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, I really look forward to what everybody has has to add to this coming week's episode, just because I'm always really excited for what we might talk about. We're going to give everybody until, what, what do you think, Monday? We can do Monday. Okay, yeah. so Monday the 14th, you have until November 14th to submit your ideas for the Listener's Choice episode. That will air that Friday. Exactly. So, thanks for tuning in this week for Black Panther Wakanda Forever and the future of the MCU as we know it. Mm -hmm. We are Geeky Geeky Dinks. Dinks.